0: David Colbert podcast um this is gonna be episode two we are still here uh we've survived the week uh listen to ourselves nonstop. I was very disappointed um as always I got Jared Brohard and the producer behind the behind the glass Jared uh what's up buddy Whoop whoop! <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, we said we we're gonna bring uh, bring more energy. This <laughs> bring time, a lot more so <laughs> energy. That was my attempt to get fired up. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty fired up. I'm just as fired up as um, when we really uh, decided to do this thing. Uh, it sounded a lot better when we were drunk at bars <laughs> talking about how you know what, man, we need to be the guys talking about this stuff, not listening to people anymore.
1: I, is that how the professionals do it? You think? Like, because our our preparation, yeah, pretty much consists of going to Rock Island on Wednesday. Shit faced <laughs> and like coming up with these ideas we think are brilliant and whatever we remember makes it to the air. So. Yeah, I think just
0: everything <laughs> is just gold when we were talking about that. And then we and then we got in here last week and we're like, wow, this is a lot harder than uh, than we thought. And you know what? I am um, I have to tip my hat off to, to Rich Eisen. He is a, a god with the with speech. Yeah, you
1: know? <laughs> we're we're not so blessed yet at this point in our career. But we're getting better, man. That's we're right. getting
0: better, and we we want to be. One of the best, which I we will.
1: Man, I'm think? I'm just glad uh, I'm just glad you get the editing and whatnot responsibilities because I listened to that thing about one and a half times and uh, that was that was more than enough for me. Like you know how you think your voice maybe sounds one way and then you listen to it and it sounds exactly another? like
0: how it comes out in your own ears and in your, in your uh, head. Yeah,
1: brutal man. Like I'm like I've been walking around all week just like scared to talk to people. I'm Like I really sound like that much of a dumbass when I talk. <laughs>
0: Uh. No, Jerry, you don't sound like a dumbass. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You have very reputable stuff, all right? (laughs) That's right. I mean, I was, you know... Of the all of the five people that listened to our podcast last week, they had nothing but good things to say. Uh, so I'm, and I'm uh, sure. you, you know, maybe that includes my father, or something like that. But still, <laughs> yeah. you know, he he would tell me if I sucked, and he uh, said,
1: yeah, you know, "Well, I my sucked. my dad listening, he uh, he said I did suck." So, uh, no way, did he really? <laughs> no, he didn't. Listen. Okay, <laughs> I was you were ashamed, <laughs> ashamed to put it. Yeah, to your I was definitely. I was ashamed to sh- to show that piece of shit to anybody <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, not this time. You know this what? That's you know
0: fine. It was just like it was just like a first date with a girl, right? You're just trying to put yourself out, like be the best you can. Of like, it's not really you. You're just trying to uh, just impress way too much. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we were trying to do. And you know what? We're all we're all new to this. i have never, I never spoke into a microphone both, <laughs> yeah. like more any time in my life. I
1: other than some uh, some wicked karaoke. That's that's <laughs> about the extent of my microphone career. So yeah. Yeah, it I means you know, different.
0: Yeah, it's I. uh there's no way I could, um, you know, do any kind of like karaoke stage fright. All like, I mean, I don't have stage fright, but I know I don't want. I know people don't want to listen to my voice when I'm singing. That's just that's just the sobriety talking. You get you get, <laughs> you get over it. You get over it quick. I think I've only done one karaoke song and yeah. I regret it. I regret it big time. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I think Was everything's it? out of the gate. Um, we did it. All the nerves are over. You know. I think we. Every time, I promise we're going to improve. And I already felt it right when we, you know, last Wednesday, I felt it. I was like, you know what, man, we got it done. And now we can look back and say, all right, I can cut that out. We, we, you know, we won't do that. Um, I have to have have some catchphrases or something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I have to have some cool words every time we talk about (laughs) something that's cool or bad or, you know, which I'll think of next time. But
1: Adjectives. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what we need. More adjectives on the show.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, we're not going to do our opinions we're just going to state like it's facts that's that's what <laughs> we we're going to do, do know what we're talking <laughs> yeah. we're talking about there's no there's no guessing games with us <laughs> at all so how about some football talk eh how about some football i think uh we promised last week that we we're going to talk about the biggest scandal in a long time since spygate with the uh, new orleans saints and sean payton and Greg williams with the uh, the bounty systems they would had they would pay players to go out and the defense specifically to go out and hurt the other team. And if they did, uh, they would get paid for it. Um, and they are in deep shit <laughs> to more say, I add you to look, uh, you are the stats guy. Um, so why don't you go ahead and list off the punishments that Roger Goodell placed on the franchise?
1: Uh, well, yeah, everyone pretty much always knows. Sean already knows Sean Payton got, got dinged for the whole year. Williams, Greg Williams, who, uh, moved on to St. Louis, as their D coordinator, suspended indefinitely. And honestly, I'd, I'd be uh, quite shocked if he ever coached again in the NFL. Um,
0: and, there, and then, like I want to say, too, there's been no statement by him.
1: Right, right. right. Uh, GM Mickey Loomis gets eight games, and then everyone's kind of lying in wait to see what happens to the players that were involved. And uh, as we know, that could have a huge effect on how the season plays out for the Saints.
0: I, f- I feel like it, it might be just like, um, you know, the lower ranking soldiers, well I was just following orders, you know. Right. Don't think, I think they obviously Roger Goodell's big thing is the past couple of years has been player safety. Um, you know, if you go against him, you're 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 fucked. Whoa there, we can say fuck on a podcast. I don't know. I don't have any <laughs> producer, can we say that? Okay. Obviously we, we I think we have to just change on our iTunes from clean to explicit. Oh all right. That's well. the only that's the only difference. Okay, but so all the all the punches have been laid out um, does this put an asterisk on that 2009 Super Bowl run?
1: Uh, I don't know if asterisk is the word I would use. I I mean, maybe, like, when I think back to the to the Saints team that won it all, I don't look at them quite the same because they'd built up so much goodwill with all the uh, the post-Katrina things that were going on in New Orleans right, at the time. It was such time. a feel-good story. Exactly. And now it just kind of... Their only Super Bowl. Yeah, it doesn't personally offend me as much as it does others, I think, with the whole Bounty Gate thing, but it kind of just... Uh, diminishes some of that goodwill that I felt towards that team maybe exactly. a little bit
0: but let me let me give you a little little uh, scenario here maybe not an asterisk but definitely people are going to remember this for a long time let's say 20 years from now obviously um we're married you know, just in that, just that marriage grind. Yeah, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll see about all that. Yeah, yeah you know, go ahead, whatever. The old, the old wife. She takes you to some dinner party that you don't really don't want to go to. You know, because there's probably a game on or something like that. <laughs> and you know, they group you to get the with the other husband. And it's like, oh, just go hit it off because you know, <laughs> that we, you some have to cocktails get it. and sports yeah. talk. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, yeah. the first thing you're talking about is sports. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you when this comes up about maybe the Saints only win this Super Bowl for maybe the 20 years, right? Right you think this other dude or the other dudes are going to say oh yeah but they uh they had the bounty system i
1: don't know i for me personally, uh, my my response to that, my first thought. Obviously, we're not going to say that because no. we are more educated than than, <laughs> the, the, than your average the sports center drones. Right, right. But um, what are they going to say? I yeah, probably. I think they are. Uh, I think that that kind of ruins. And you uh, know why they're
0: going to try to say it too? It's because they're trying to act smart. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, remember that because kinda they, kinda they saw it again. on Sports Center yeah. many times. Yeah, let me just spit off yeah. like stats that somebody told me and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I hate when that happens. So maybe it doesn't follow the Saints. Uh, maybe it's forgotten over time, but who will follow the rest of his life is Greg Williams. Right, yeah. Um, he's... He, if he's ever allowed to coach in the NFL again, which some saying that he won't be. Yeah,
1: like I said, I'd be very surprised if, if he is. Uh, this seems like one of those situations, and I'm surprised the Rams didn't go ahead and just hack him right now. This seems like one of those situations where a team would just cut their losses and not not have to drag their – team through any more of the drama than it have to. And I'm, I'm honestly surprised the Rams haven't just said, we're, we're done with him already.
0: Right. I don't even, well, I don't think they're allowed to talk to him. I don't know. I don't know the specifics. But I do know that, let's just say, just imagine, just imagine he's allowed to come back. Any, any team as a defense court, even as a defensive line coach or whatever he specialized before this, um, as soon as one of his players injures an offensive player, well, there we go. That, that, that guy was paid to do it. right i mean that 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 will always follow him and i think i think you know what even if he's allowed to play teams will know that and they don't want that that you know that stench on him the greg williams gross yeah yeah nobody's
1: gonna want him around just just yeah
0: right and then so um hopefully this doesn't follow sean payton because i you know he's a good coach he's a great coach um and he actually came out and apologized. Like he took he took ownership of it. You know, he he did the right thing. I think Greg Williams hasn't said anything. He's taken out the, the he hasn't taken the high road like Sean Payton has.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Sean Payton just seems kind of kind of Weasley to me. I've never quite trusted really him for wow. some reason. I don't know. He seems like he comes off as as way nicer than he actually is.
0: I don't know. But. Yeah. Well, I, he'll have a lot of vacation time. That's for this sure. To think about all. Of, not yeah, always, I
1: guess no. for his for his part in it, at least he got his knee rolled up on last year while he was on the sideline, and so he had. Oh, to, oh there's the karma. To, yeah, <laughs> there's his karma for that.
0: Some other team paid for that. To have <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. I call oh, man. Accident, dead. I think not. That'd be awesome. But uh, so and then, hey, do you even think that the the Saints want him back?
1: Yeah, I think they want Sean Payton back. I, um,
0: I think the owner and him are tight, and obviously the uh, GM are tight.
1: Yeah, I think if they didn't want him back, they would have. Uh, Made a move in in some direction right now, indicating such. But yeah, I think he'll definitely. Be I do. Back in the I do street. listen to
0: uh, a lot of different um, professional podcasts. I mean, we're professional, but uh, paid <laughs> paid people to yeah, be on yeah. podcasts. And uh, one of them, I won't name who, but they 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 threw out a, a really crazy scenario. Uh, let's say Jason Garrett in Dallas um, is struggling. Uh, Next season, not doing great. Maybe he doesn't even finish the season great. Maybe Jerry Jones will let him finish the season. Uh, But, you know, Sean Payton has his family in Dallas. He's going to be hanging out in Dallas a lot. And he was assistant head coach under Bill Parcells. What do you think about Jerry being like, hey, you know what? Uh, you don't have to go back to the Saints. I'll just pay you big bucks to come <laughs> coach my team.
1: I, I could see Jerry Jones extending that offer. I couldn't see Sean Payton uh, considering and accepting how pit,
0: it. And how pissed is Drew Brees right now? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> A reason I say Sean Payton would never entertain that mainly is because I think he realizes how badly he's already damaged his reputation and the— pull some scumbag. See, Jerry move Jerry like is that. the one who
0: doesn't care about reputation. So yeah. He brings in all he brings in the stars. That's what he tries exactly. to do. Exactly. But I,
1: I think Sean Payton for himself personally would realize that in the public opinion he would be he would be ruining his own name by turning his back on the Saints at this point so no i don't i don't think he would do that if if for no other reason just to save a little face
0: man that'd be that'd be a crazy <laughs> off season though breeze breeze like saying no i'm not signing no contract cuz i know they're going to kick roma out cuz he hasn't done anything in 7 years or 8 years he's been there and yeah, Jerry I, I, Jones is bringing Drew Brees <laughs> and Sean Payton to take over.
1: I, I think the Saints are in for a rocky road this season. Payton, I, I don't know what the uh, specifics of it are, but with having a franchise Brees, I know that uh, for a, for the first year of it, it's going to cost them a little bit of cap space. So I think there was a lot of talk that they're possibly going to be losing some weapons on offense, and then obviously with the suspensions and everything, I think they're going to be struggling to to come out of that division. Well, this,
0: I mean, this is a huge distraction. I mean, th- this is Sean Payton's system. Yeah. You know, like I mean I've seen uh footage of him and uh Sean Payton and Drew Brees just going over the game plan. It's it's ridiculous. They're they're speaking a completely different language. And I'm not saying that not other coaches do that, but they are they are really tight. Yeah. Like, they are locked together, you know.
1: And a lot of people uh, seem to be under the impression that Drew Brees is one of those guys, you know, from the Peyton Manning mold that is such a good quarterback and such a smart quarterback that he can almost run that system on his own no way. along with an offensive coordinator I'm, i don't want to take anything away from breeze but yeah i think having the head coach involved in that is just is yeah uh, i think understated that, a little i think bit. that sean
0: payton knew is a great play caller i mean period yeah uh, you know i, I mean I, nothing to take away drew breeze i think he's a great quarterback from austin texas by the way <laughs> did but, you see
1: did you see one of the last games of the regular season when uh um, the Saints were just rattling off record after record. Breeze broke the passing record. Sproles broke the uh, yeah, uh, yards. Yeah, and screen. they had the... Jimmy Graham also. at the, uh, Gronkowski the passed him after that, but... Who was that? that? that no, was, but they had the
0: backup quarterback, Chase Daniels. Yeah, he, <laughs> holding
1: the clipboard and checking him off the list. <laughs> he had the
0: lit the list of all the records that they could break. He was the record-breaking uh, kid. He was the game. Get- <laughs> yeah. record guy.
1: I, I just remember sitting sitting around watching that game and just, like, they were just – it was ridiculous how easy they were making it look. Just, okay, Sproles needs this many yards, uh, pass to Sproles, run to Sproles, pass to
0: Sproles, all right, that one's Man. checked off, on to Jimmy Graham. Like, you it know shouldn't be get, that easy. It shouldn't be that easy. You're right. But you know what? On a completely just off the train tracks right now, uh, Jamal Charles, did you know that, that he could almost, he almost had the singles uh, game rushing yardage and Todd Haley pulled him out of the game? Didn't know that. Did you know that? You got to look that up because uh, he was set, set to break uh, Adrian Peterson's record, but they were already up and Todd Haley just said, you know what? No, just go ahead and sit down. What a dick. Yeah, what a dick. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get so animated, but, uh, you know. Don't fuck with Jamal Charles. That's, right. That's my boy right there. That's you and <laughs> UT and KC Chiefs, man. You're going to offend both of us if you fuck with that guy. Yeah, and he's going to have a great season. But anyway, okay, But going back to the Saints. So we're going to have a little off, little off uh, track there. Who's going to come in, Jared? Who is going to be the interim coach for one season? Who would want to take that job? There's nobody who would want to take that job. The big tuna. <laughs> the big tuna. Wait, you're telling me that this geezer is coming back? Oh, oh, yeah. Out of retirement? (laughs) I hope
1: so, just for the entertainment value. Like you said, we just got to keep the soap opera rolling.
0: Hmm, Jared, are you sure Parcells is qualified for this position?
1: Ah, funny you should ask. Uh, Let me read you his resume. The coaching career of Bill Parcells started at the University of Hastings in 1964. Then it was on to Wichita State University. Wait, what? Our uh, current... Lovely school was, was a, a small what stop. What did Bill in 19- Parcells do at Wichita State? I believe he was an assistant coach at Wichita
0: State. Amazing. For one year only in
1: 1965, but yeah, that was right here in Wichita. Obviously, he
0: led them to a national <laughs> Uh
1: That was, I don't know if you're up on the history of Wichita State football, Not but that was all. pre-plane crash, so the the football program wasn't around R.I.P. for much longer than that. Mm. So, yeah, tough, tough day in Wichita that time. But.
0: Okay, so where does he go after the beautiful city of Wichita?
1: army uh where he was a football coach as well as an assistant basketball coach to bob knight so that's where that friendship comes into play it's always weird all these like coaches throughout different sports that you think of being hard asses they're all friends with bob knight somehow are they really well you know
0: even nfl the the bill parcells tree is deep yeah go ahead what else does he do
1: florida state vanderbilt texas tech air force then he broke into the nfl in 1979 d coordinator with the giants Linebacker coach for the Patriots. coordinator for the wait, Giants. What, wait, what, what year are we now? Here, uh, ni- are we, 1979. 19, wow. W- when he first broke into the NFL. Uh, back to being D coordinator for the Giants. Head coach for the Giants in 1983.
0: 1983 head coach of the New York Giants. Okay.
1: Retired in 1990. Became an analyst for NBC. Returned in 1993 to be the head coach of the Patriots. Uh, left that gig in 96, and that's where he dropped his famous line, of you know they want you to cook the dinner at least they should let you shop for the groceries or whatever he said <laughs> so that kind of launched him into into his next career of being involved in the uh, personnel decisions i guess more or less um then he went on to become an advisor for the Jets coach of the Jets uh in 99 he retired again but stayed on for one season as the GM of the Jets vowed to never coach again after that and in 2003 he was the head coach of the Cowboys Oh, wait, wait,
0: let me stop you there, because I was live. I am from Texas. Right. And, yes, everybody was excited. I mean, I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan at all. The Cowgirls, I'm sorry. Uh, but there's a big reason why he came back to the Cowboys. He got a little thing called a divorce, Jared. Oh. And uh, that little lady took a lot of money from him. <laughs> uh, a I lot guess. of money. So, Jerry was I, there I waiting speaking. to
1: just replenish that bank account. I guess if he can break the vow of marriage, he can break the vow of never
0: coaching again. No exactly, problem. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if the line he of He needed money for those uh, those horses down in Saratoga, <laughs> whatever he does. <laughs> and the, the golf course, I don't know what he does. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. So after the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I retired again in 07 and uh, was last last seen as the uh, executive VP in Miami. And now this these are rumors with the Saints. So I realize that coaching is kind of one of those things where you got to start with a bad job, work your way up little by little and kind of take one better job at a time but it seems like even uh even for for him that's a lot of stops along the way so i don't, I don't know i kind of have but a problem trusting this guy who wants to be
0: anywhere <laughs> you know i i, I don't uh, i don't even think it's about trust though i think what i do trust in him is that he knows what his legacy is and that is he's the savior he yeah. comes in to really bad teams and he saves the franchise and then they win and maybe like obviously the saints won but they need a savior so, once again, um, here he comes on his white horse to save another franchise. And, I mean, what's to lose? He doesn't get make the playoffs. Well, it's for a year. You know, I was just helping a buddy out. The only thing he has to lose is what, Jared?
1: Uh, Hall of Fame status. I mean, I, I I think he was eligible this year for the first time and didn't get in and – but I don't know that this would make or break his legacy at all, just being a one year deal. So I I don't know. I don't think that would keep him out.
0: Well the thing is you have to wait another five years. Um what is he, like seventy years old now? <laughs> so he's freaking old. He's, he's getting up there. Um if he comes back and and coaches you have to after he's done with this year, you have to wait another five years to be eligible for the Hall of Fame. The thing is he's eligible this year without taking this gig. He's right. eligible to be in the Hall of Fame. Um He's a lock. Everybody knows he's a lock to be in the Hall of Fame, and everybody's asked him about this. About hey, you know, you would have to give up this, and and he's downplayed it. Every interview, every uh, every reporter, every reporter's asked him. He, he said, "You know what? I'm not worried about something that I really have no control of." Right. I, I like
1: how he at least didn't uh, didn't bullshit too much. He did. He did at least acknowledge the fact that being in the Hall of Fame was important to him and Absolutely. was something that he thought about, but he didn't.
0: That's that's what Bill Parcells is known for: savior and not bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And that's the yeah. last thing that the Saints need right now is bullshit. Yeah. So that's why Bill Parcells is the best candidate for this interim. You know, yeah, they've
1: coach. had uh, they've had their share of bullshit for one off season. I think
0: exactly. But okay, regardless who's running the show, um, tuna or no tuna, uh, do you? How do you think they're going to do against the rest of the division? The NFC South? I
1: I I still think they win that division. Wow. Uh, really? Yeah, I do. I for some reason I can never take the Falcons seriously. It's like they they've had their moments in the regular season, but I just I just have a hard They they did a great job pretty much re-signing all of their talent that was free agents, but I just have a hard time taking that team really seriously. The Panthers, I still
0: Oh, well, hold on to the Atlanta though. Uh um, guess what uh Magic number Michael Turner turns.
1: Oh, is he a 30 year old running He's back? He's a 30
0: year old running back. The magic number. He's done that's, for. That's it. It's all just not even downhill. It's just like off a cliff. That guy's got the biggest fucking ass I've ever seen any person. Well, I'm glad <laughs> you noticed
1: that, Jared. There, you can't help but notice it, man. It's like, it's just there. It, you know what's
0: funny? Is I never hear that guy talking ever. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard an interview or anything about, oh, Michael Turner said this. He's yeah. not on Twitter. <laughs> Maybe he is. Yeah. I need to find him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. I don't have Twitter, but I've never heard Michael Turner say one word. You can follow him at Hugh Jazz. <laughs> God, I hope, I hope he never hears this. I'm not, like, I'm I'm not <laughs> coming off very well here, am I? <laughs> Poor Michael go, Turner, I'm going to go ahead and drop that subject for now. So yeah. I'm not editing that out either. Producer, <laughs> producer you keep that in. You That's keep it. that in. <laughs> That's what—that's a statement that that Jerry is going to have to stand by and explain to and apologize for sometime <laughs> in the future. Okay, so um, okay, so Atlanta, you say it's not going to do good. Okay, how about uh, Superman down there in Carolina?
1: Man, I'm I'm uh, one of the few I think that's of the belief that Cam Newton is kind of going to regress this season. Like I don't know, I'm no. Uh
0: did they get any pickups? I didn't hear about any offensive weapons.
1: Yeah, they brought in Mike Tolbert from San Diego, which their running game. Was well, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Pretty I mean. good already with D'Angelo Williams yeah. and Jonathan Stewart, but I guess I mean. So maybe it's still you a need little backs,
0: little uh, little pit bull Steve Smith.
1: Yeah, I like Steve Smith. He's still he's still getting it done for an OG. Uh, <laughs> he is an OG.
0: <laughs> There's very few OGs in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. uh, him, Michael Vick, or one yeah. of the top two, top two. <laughs> uh,
1: But yeah, I. I Cam Newton, I just think uh, Cam Newton is not an OG. That's no, what just putting out no, there. he's not. Okay, keep going. Um, I just think he's going to throw a lot of picks. It seems like he threw a lot. He threw seventeen picks. Come last on, he was year. a rookie. I know, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to do bad. I just think. I just think he turns it over too how much. How many did he?
0: How many uh, interceptions did he throw last year? Twenty-one touchdowns,
1: seventeen interceptions. So I mean, at least he's in the positive. But that's still that's one more than one pick a game is still quite a bit of interceptions. I I, I feel like he, uh, and, and I can't get over the last time I saw him was in the Pro Bowl where he was just throwing it. I know it's the Pro Bowl. Oh, God, I didn't even watch the dude, Pro Bowl. Dude, that thing was brutal. <laughs> the, the offensive linemen just, like, they'd snap just the ball. Up. And they'd just stand up and, like, hand fight with the defensive <laughs> line And It was, I can't believe I did watch it. But Yeah, thanks for the free vacation. <laughs> that's the only thing I remember was Cam Newton just chucking it to the other team. So maybe that's what's stuck in my head, but. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't think the Panthers have near what it takes to knock uh, off the Saints.
0: One game that did stand out to me um, last season with Cam Newton, because, um, you know, I, I, I liked seeing these kind of players that are dynamic and, you know, they're right. human highlight reels and all that stuff every time they touch the ball, uh, was a big game when they played early on the season against Green Bay. And they were, uh, I think they were leading the game. Like, it they, they was really close, and, it, you know, like Carolina could have took away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, I, I don't know if it was one or two, but he threw consecutively these huge interceptions when they were trying to get down the field. And uh, if he doesn't throw those, uh, they win. Right. And, they, and then, you know, the Aaron Rodgers doesn't go, what, what 16, uh, 15 and one. Yeah, yeah. So what uh what other stats you got that that you're just knocking? Superman? Well,
1: speaking of uh, uh nothing on him, but oh, speaking okay. of quarterbacks and regression within the NFC South, I mean Josh or Josh Freeman just took a, a huge step Did backwards. Did he <laughs> ever? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was not a pretty season last year by him. So, Do you, uh, uh,
0: do, you do you know Josh Freeman by any
1: chance? I have seen him around in my days at k State. I was never too fond of the guy to be mm-hmm, honest. You guys <laughs> you guys went to the same school and hung out <laughs> together, huh? Not necessarily hung out, but <laughs> House
0: parties he uh, showed up to, took all the white girls? <laughs> uh,
1: no, no. He would never do so. Well, what is your encounters anymore. with Josh
0: Freeman, please? Because I remember meeting you for the first time, and there's this big perception, hey, Josh Freeman's a great guy. But you, knowing him... Uh, running into him, I'm sorry. On campus, you have some different stories.
1: Yeah, I remember a specific evening when my intramural basketball team faced off against him in the semifinals of uh, our tournament. Ooh, the
0: semifinals!
1: Man, that guy was talking more shit on an intramural basketball court than should be allowed. It was it was like all the football players too. We had like nothing. Do you nothing remember? Really- do you
0: remember any quotes from Josh Freeman?
1: Uh, get big, get in the weight room, man. I'm like a freaking 5'8 little white boy. Leave me alone. <laughs> he told
0: you to get big? At
1: one point, yeah. But then my uh, freakishly athletic friend put his nuts on his face and almost dunked all over him. And it was it was pretty badass, but it rimmed out. So it ended up not even being that cool. But that was one of my... Uh,
0: so, so your friend posterized. Uh, basically, but he missed, missed the dunk, man. I was going to remember that. He, the the whole, whole, he made like, the dunk. the are
1: the whole fan little fan section at our intramural game, of course, which was bigger than usual because, like, we we're playing against all the football players, like, jumped up and ran on the court even though he missed the dunk. and But he got called for a blocking foul. So. Oh, so <laughs> you, you got one of those and one moments where yeah, I was like, yeah. oh! Yeah, pretty much. If there was an announcer on the court, he would have been going buck wild. <laughs> buck wild.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I w- that would have been a, a great poster. Yeah. I feel like I would have that on my wall, just Josh Freeman, just get... Posterized.
1: Yeah, and then it seems like I saw him around at a few parties here and there, just being overall douchey. But I was probably too drunk to remember ex- any exact uh, accounts of how that
0: went down. So. And I, I didn't even realize that uh, Raheem Morris—that that was your defensive coordinator. Right yeah, now so he's he, out in Tampa.
1: But yeah, yeah, that that's added, why he
0: came in. I mean, that's yeah. why he was drafted a first round. because Raheem, that, Morris,
1: Raheem Morris must have the best agent on earth to go from. Or he D must be the best smooth talker. Yeah. <laughs> To go from D coordinator at Kansas State University, the youngest to, head coach in yeah, NFL history. Yeah, I might uh, add. Yeah, crazy. So I don't know how he landed that gig, but he's out now. He is um, out. Greg Schiano's in.
0: Who I have no idea who that is. <laughs> uh, he's a. Uh, please, oh, please tell me, statistician, where he comes from.
1: Yeah, oh, this is when I need to like do my homework instead of
0: wow. God, uh, we're partying so,
1: all the time. But I think he used to be at Rutgers. If I'm not, that kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. We're just gonna go with that. Rutgers. I get a. Uh, right? Like, Shiano and, like, Rich Rudd and Bobby right. Petrino are I, uh,
0: <laughs> I realized last um, podcast I said uh, Soprano instead of Sperano. <laughs> Even though I corrected myself right after, I was like, I can't believe I just made an amateur move like that. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Okay, so you're not feeling Carolina. You're not feeling the Bucks. And not really feeling definitely, the Falcons. Okay, who's – okay, one, two, three, four, who's, who's going to be? Okay, one is you say the Saints. Saints. Who's number two? I'm going –
1: Panthers. Okay.
0: Falcons, Bucks. Now, do you think one of them's a wild card team? I don't. I don't you think, don't think wild a wild card no. south like last year. No. And the year before that actually, yeah. Nope. All right. Well, I, I
1: look for the Falcons' uh, regular season luck to run
0: out a little bit this year. You think so? You think uh Matt Ryan is, is hurt by all the criticism they can't win a playoff game and just can't. <laughs> You know what I was so – oh, he's man, mad, he's Matty Ice. He can't let it get to God, you know, was the one of my worst pickups in fantasy last year is Julio Jones. God, uh, I thought that guy was going to be a beast. He had that and one game where he had, like, three. Yeah, three when I or... finally <laughs> dropped him yeah. when he was, like, uh, way into the season. He yeah. had a ridiculous game. That was only one. But I was thinking, oh, man, like, this huge uh, – like, come on, Atlanta gave up everything for to get this yeah. guy. I thought he was going to be all day, every day. Yeah, he and might be wasn't. this
1: year. I, they They do have a nice receiving
0: core, but, I mean – I don't know. Tony Gonzalez sure ain't getting any younger. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and then Mike Smith is being criticized for not being a great game manager. Yeah, he had he a had lot a, of criticism.
1: He had an issue last year on a on a fourth and short, didn't he? Uh, two of them. Yeah. Like yeah. no, I, or maybe three
0: because one. Okay, indecision. He would take one, and then he would get in the same situation, and then he wouldn't take it. So it's <laughs> like, come on, man, just make up your mind. If you're gonna go with it, go with it every time. Um, yeah. or or don't, but he was, yeah, he was having gr- I think, also, a lot of, like, timeouts, like, he took that were just ridiculous, yeah. but stuff like that, so, a lot of people are dying, Mike Smith, even though, I mean, come on, he took post-Vic yeah, disaster, that,
1: that, that franchise was in complete ruin, so yeah, he, he comes it in, guys, Matt Ryan, yeah.
0: Um, you know, what's funny, who's got to be kicking themselves is, is Miami, because uh, that year, the draft, Matt Ryan went, uh, was selected, I'm sorry, um, Miami had the number one pick,
1: yeah, they took Jake Long, right? They year? did. Yeah. You
0: know who did who uh, who was in charge of that as, as well as the tuna. <laughs> okay.
1: We've come full circle.
0: We have come full circle. Yep. But uh you know everybody's talking you, you know who's getting the most crap is, is Jeff Ireland down in Miami. Uh, yeah. He he I can't I mean remember when he asked wasn't didn't he ask that's their GM, right? That's the GM of uh, Miami Dolphins. Remember yeah. a couple years ago when he asked Des
1: Bryant if his mom was a hooker? Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then and then he had to apologize and all that stuff, but how did, but how did you he not lose your job over that so. I, I well the thing is is that he is um come short every single time, like he has not made any big pickups at all he lost out to peyton manning he uh he, he oh now he's saying that he didn't want matt flynn like he he, he yeah. thinks he's not a franchise quarterback, which okay yeah sure, well if or,
1: you're gonna keep keep guys off your roster just because their mom's a
0: hooker, you're never going to have a good team. <laughs> exactly. I think he's actually coming out with statements now, defending himself, yeah. like why he didn't do this. Like, what GM is every does <laughs> yeah. that? Like, come on, man. Have some balls. You
1: haven't had a good quarterback in the last two decades. Of course you wanted yeah, any of he, these guys. He couldn't
0: get the trade up uh, for this year's draft. I mean, it's amazing this guy still has a job. Yeah. And that will have to be my last statement on Jeff Fowler because the producer has uh, turned on the red light. Man, get out of our headphones. We'll wrap this fucking show up when we damn well
1: please. Can we do the new segment, man? Come on.
0: Oh, man. Can't we just all get along, Jared? But
1: just back there (laughs) pressing stop, pressing record, and he thinks, man, we're the talent here. We're running this show.
0: We're we're almost done, man. Please don't don't quit as a show producer. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to apologize after this, I promise. But you know what? Don't worry about it, Jared, because the red light is always a good thing because um yeah it's right time to call it quits soon anyway <laughs> <laughs> you sound pretty pretty uh, agitated yeah, yeah so uh the red light means that uh a rollout of a new segment that we're going to end every show with um controversial maybe maybe not we'll let uh let the fans decide but it's going to be called i know hate is a strong word but who do you hate this week or i-k-h-i-a-s-w-b-w-d-y-h-t-w for short I kind, of, I kind of like that. It Has a nice, uh, nice ring to it. Yeah, it could catch on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Donovic McNabb has been making the rounds in the the media this week. Yeah. And you know, it sound a little bit bitter. I'm not. I'm I'm uh I'm gonna put a lot of hate on this guy.
1: I watched a little bit. Of, you were actually showing me that earlier. Some of his uh, comments on first take with Skip Bayless, and yeah. Yeah. I, while I was watching that. Again, we know hate is a strong word, but all I was thinking is, man, I hate this guy. <laughs> I
0: really, I really did hate this guy. <laughs> um, but you know what's funny? That wasn't even his first thing. He began with the week of just talking uh, smack on Mike Shanahan and how RG three isn't a good fit, and how that Shanahan only runs one offense and he'll never take advantage yeah. of what RG three's talents are. Oh, because you know, and, he, and I think Donovan said he's not the quarterback guru. He, he he tried to list off all the other quarterbacks yeah. other than Jay Cutler and Elway uh, and all that stuff. And I, I I think that's
1: uh yeah that's McNabb's bitterness of that being his second to last stop and it didn't work out for him in Washington so he's bitter at Shanahan. He's oh, just, but he's but he hasn't
0: retired yet. He's just, <laughs> yeah. he's still a veteran on no team.
1: Yeah, he, I, yeah, that was one of his comments during that uh, that first take.
0: No more Campbell soup money coming <laughs> yeah. in either.
1: Yeah, he said, "I'm a veteran of this league. Uh, you're you're like uh, oh yeah, let's let's retired, get to let, yeah. my choice." Let's, from this. Let's Let's get to that.
0: So, what what we watched right before we actually taped this show was, um, I think, taped uh, you know earlier today on First Take or whatever it is um, during the morning on ESPN. Uh, he came in and, and and sat across from the famous Kip Bayless, who yeah, was always uh, like to have controversy. Yeah, and I've never. But re- what was the subject of the? I mean, what this was the subject? Tim Tebow.
1: McNabb was just out of left field, just bashing but, Tim Tebow. But this for is no what, <laughs> reason. This, this is what
0: he was bashing Tim Tebow on. Tim Tebow has a Twitter, and all he said was, I'm excited to be a Jet, you know, I'm going to work hard for the fans. Uh, I and think he even,
1: threw kind of a ha-ha on it because he had so many times in his press conference, he was. They, some people were kind of making fun of him for saying that he was excited, so he was just kind of re-saying that, so kind uh, of being yeah. funny, self-deprecating way. Yeah, so obviously yeah. <laughs> Tebow has,
0: you know, followers around the world, but he also has Twitter followers, so you got to, you know, keep up with those guys. Yeah. And so all he was saying was, hey – I'm excited about being a Jet. And I think he even said thanks to all the Broncos fans, too. He said, you know, thanks for all the good memories. You know, and then he said, Jets, you know, I'm going to work hard and I'm going to, you know, be the best Jet I can. <laughs> and then this is where Manab came in and just, oh, God, it was just so hard to watch. Yeah,
1: one, one, one quote from that. Oh, from wait, that you, whole, wait, do we have a quote? Uh, this is a direct quote. Let it go. At some point, let's focus on getting into camp and learning a new offense. There's no need to keep trying to have the fans behind you. I mean seriously like what does he... You know why he says
0: that? Because all his fans were never behind him. Yeah. Everybody was like you know it was like a little bit of love in Philadelphia but a lot of hate against McNabb and then every, every the Redskins didn't want him. This Vikings is, uh... definitely didn't want him. He is bitter. Is... Sour puss.
1: I think McNabb needs to realize as well that training camp isn't going on right now. So Are they even allowed, to be, the even to, allowed to be on the facilities? They're not even allowed to be on the facilities, right, no. <laughs> no. against the new,
0: yeah. uh, the new bargain agreement?
1: It's, that might be one of those other things that McNabb doesn't know. Like the, He didn't yeah, know. I thought he was, of, wait, he's a veteran, though. He knows. <laughs> he, knows. <laughs> he didn't know the overtime rules, apparently, a couple <laughs> of years ago. He didn't know that an NFL game would <laughs> be a time. that's a good zinger right there. <laughs> oh.
0: I bet Tebow knows the overtime yeah. rules. Oh, wait, he does because he won in overtime. Yeah. Another gem that is Donovan, McNabb, uh, throughout the interview, actually in the beginning he said um that, you know, the fans they don't care about what you say, they just care about wins and losses, right? The more wins and obviously that's what they care about. And then he went on to go into the end of, end of the interview, Skip was trying to say, um, well this is uh this is his win and loss records. And Donovan immediately said, "Well, you
1: can't just you can't just look at that. I don't have that direct quote from it. Yeah, we were watching it. You can't just look at the wins and losses. It's about the yeah, it's not. It's about all the
0: <laughs> other quarterback who you know who's, who who got the ball. You know, like first downs. It it was ridiculous. Like he sounded like the biggest douchebag. There,
1: there was one point in the interview where I like seriously like or not interview I guess debate whatever you want to call it where I seriously considered like that he might be." A little bit, like, mentally retarded or something, <laughs> like, just not all there. Like, I always figured, like... Boom. Well, he, he's
0: just not built for, you know, TV, um, analytical, you know, all that stuff like he was we are. just
1: on the defensive, just... I, I don't know. Yeah, obviously, like we are. <laughs> yeah, obviously, like
0: we like what you just explained was perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I got it. If it
1: could, could just be so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: okay, let's talk about this, though. He said, oh, yeah, Tebow, just, you know, stop talking. Just get your butt in the camp and work harder. Like Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody wants to hear it. Oh, really, McNabb, how you showed up to Vikings uh, training camp fat as fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looked gotta, huge in that interview, by I, the way. Yeah, well. I got a
1: quote that relates to that. As an NFL player and a wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, before you do this, please uh do your uh, this quote in Donovan impersonation, please.
1: Oh, like the part sl- oh, man. oh yeah. Oh yeah, please. I want
0: to hear, uh, hear I want to hear I want to hear Donovan in my earphones, right Clear
1: there. the chunky soup out my throat.
0: <laughs> As an NFL player and a veteran in this game, no one cares what you're doing in the off season. They only care about what you do on the football field. <laughs> Where is he? I didn't know Donnell was a Guido as well. <laughs>
1: oh, damn it. It's the second time I've fucked up the end of the show and I thought I was going to sound really cool.
0: That's all right. I think uh, we sounded way cool. About- yeah,
1: one, one more, uh, yeah, one more. Yeah, uh, one more. Skip Bayless was like, uh, he coined Tebow as, quote, the most unfairly over-criticized quarterback in the league, which... Uh, there, yeah, definitely some truth to that. But right. then Donovan McNabb kind of interjected on him like that. Like he took great offense to the fact that he wasn't being mentioned in that. And his his quote on that, negative, I am, I am. Nobody has been criticized as much as I have.
0: Yeah, way to, way to bring it right back to yourself. Donovan, yeah. That's that's going to just, yeah, yeah he, he still wants to play. That's going to totally attract other, you know, GMs. Well, I, want, I want Donovan <laughs> yeah. to come yeah. in like, with attitude this like that. This guy won't have a problem being guy, a backup. <laughs> no problem. He has a fire in his belly. Yeah. It's like, come on, get off. Get off your high horse. Even like his high horse looks like a a midget horse. You know, like that. It's <laughs> yeah. that, just ridiculous how McNabb just. I mean, come on. You're supposed to be happy-go-lucky. No, I want to hate on Tebow yeah. and Shanahan, yeah. and that's yeah. why this week we hate Donovan McNabb.
1: He's been hated on. That's, that's that's one of those other not cool things I'm just say and I'm like, why? It's all right, man. You know
0: what? We're just, we're gonna we're just gonna keep uh, moving on from that, and I'm gonna save it. Uh, we are on iTunes, so you can subscribe. Just you know, uh, look in the podcast section. Um, obviously, I don't I don't really know how to do it. It took me and the producer probably three hours to figure out how to get this on there. So I got but, a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what? He left the room. He can't even hear you anymore. He, he just went home. Good. But. Uh, but, you know, uh, so if obviously hopefully you know how to li- uh, work iTunes, if you're listening to this, so you just subscribe to us, uh, the David Colbert podcast. Um, we're on there. Uh, we are official.
1: It, um, you officially can't spell your damn co
0: name, right, man? That's <laughs> embarrassing. You know, your name is, is, uh, not spelled correctly. That's what I think. I think your parents yeah. are just like, oh, let's just fuck it up for everybody. <laughs> There's, there might be some truth to that. <laughs> All right. Anyways. So, uh, I think great episode two, we have so much energy for episode three, um, I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but whatever we talk about, it's going to be even better than this episode.
1: I got a feeling there might be some deaths involved in the uh, Kentucky-Louisville oh, showdown in forgot. New Orleans, so oh, the mayhem that might be the final four, if something crazy happens, I'm sure we'll hit on a little bit of that. But Does
0: KU get by Ohio State?
1: I don't think so, man. I think Ohio State's got them. Does
0: Kentucky get by Lula? Yeah, I
1: think nobody's going to beat Kentucky. So. All right.
0: Well, I am definitely not the basketball person. But that's <laughs> why I recruited you. That's why I'm here, man. That's why you're here. So um, I think actually, you know what, episode, we will go over the, the Final Four with you. Um, I'll just be kind of in the background, obviously, because I don't <laughs> even know what I'm talking about. But I think we have to, I, we have to give our little take on it because uh, one of the teams from Kansas is obviously in there. Um, so until next time, Jared, I will see you next week. Um, good job. Good job to me. Good well, job to the you. producer. Uh, thanks and for listening. Oh, go wait. What? You want to say something?
1: No, nah, i bash the producer enough. Oh, okay. Just let him go. Let him go, man.
0: <laughs> All right. And, uh, thanks for listening to the David Colbert podcast.